Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. The Bible tells us the prayer that's prayed by Apostle Paul for the church. He says, Wherefore I also, after that I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Always, always praying for the church. He was always praying for the church. He was always praying for the church. Someone said, Praying for the church. Praying for the church. Are you hearing me? Is that making sense? Oh, yes. Now, what was the prayer petition? He was praying that the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ might give the saints the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. Now, the mere fact that Apostle Paul is praying for the church to be given the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God is an indication that the knowledge of God does not, it does not just happen. You can't just have the knowledge of God anyhow, somehow, accidentally. You need the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Now, these two dimensions of the spirit of wisdom and revelation are very important because wisdom refers to ability to use knowledge. Wisdom refers to what? Ability to use what? Knowledge. You see, as a prophet, I do not function by the gift of prophecy. No. I, you can never be in the office of a prophet from a gift. Mm, you are not hearing me. Are you hearing me? It is impossible to operate from a gift of prophecy and be in the office of a prophet. Hmm. Hmm. Are you hearing me? We're hearing. Because that gift is not operated by the prophet. It is operated by the Holy Spirit. Whenever he wants to use it, it manifests. Whenever he's finished, he keeps quiet. So, if you come to me, I want a prophecy. I want a prophecy. I cannot force the Holy Spirit to prophesy to you or to say something to you. But as a prophet, I'm endured. I am loaded with the seven spirits of God. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Is it making sense? How many? Seven spirits of God. And here we find Apostle Paul praying just for two out of the seven. He says, I am praying to God, the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may give you the spirit of wisdom and what? Revelation. That's why it doesn't matter what time of the day you talk to me, I'll give you wisdom. Because it's not a gift, it's a spirit. I don't know if you're hearing me. But above all, that gift, that, that, that spirit of wisdom helps you to know how to use knowledge. You need to understand that the miracles that take place in your life, some of them literally I have to work them out myself. Using knowledge. The prayer petitions I give you, I take knowledge from the scriptures and use it to come up with the prayer petitions, to come up with the declarations, to come up with the things that we need to use in order to effect change in your life. You are not hearing me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So it's because of the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation. So wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. So as a child of God, you can know verses in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, including your grandparents' names there. 
But if you lack wisdom, that knowledge will never help you. That's why you've got people, they know verses, they know the Bible, but their life has never changed. Why? Because they lack wisdom to use the knowledge. Now, the other part of the spirit of wisdom is revelation. Someone say revelation. Revelation deals with the understanding, my God. Can I go one level deeper? Go deeper, prophet. And the understanding that the Bible is a covered book. The Bible is not an open book. It is a covered book. Because if it was an open book, you don't need a revelation. Revelation is apocalypsis, which means to uncover. I don't know whether you're hearing me. So the scriptures are not the easiest book to understand. It is a covered book. That's why you need the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation. Uncovering. So, in other words, what I'm trying to draw your attention to is the knowledge of God is not something that people can just come upon it. That's why people have got the knowledge about God, but not the knowledge of God. Mm. You can stand outside and describe a building. Are you hearing me? You can describe it. I see blue color. I see this. It's, you're, you're just outside. You are not a participant in what is happening. Amen. You don't possess the experiential knowledge oh, yes. of the thing. You can just describe it. And in fact, you can even preach it Sunday after Sunday for 25 years. Amen. From outside. No wonder people's lives are never changing. Because they deal with the, the knowledge about God. They don't deal with the knowledge of God. Uh, you are not hearing Oh, me. yes. The knowledge of God is experiential. Mm. Amen. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? So it's like you've got a candy which is wrapped. Where are the candies? I know there are always candies somewhere on this line. Amen, amen. <laughs> now you know where to find them. When, they say, when I say shalom, just run to the first line. You see this candy here. I can say I've got a candy. I can even compose a song. Oh, what a lovely candy. In a golden wrapper. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Are you hearing me? I can even talk about the shape. I can talk about the weight. How much is weighing? Are you hearing me? And then I'll say, now anyone wants to know about the candy, come talk to me. I'm the expert of candies. So people will be lining up and I'll be telling them, you know, a candy uh, weighs uh, 0.02 grams. Uh, the color is golden and has got some brownish writings on it. Oh, lovely. Can you see the shape? Yay! Amen! Preach on, brother! Nonsense. Amen. Are you hearing me? This thing, for you to know it, it must be unwrapped. Oh, yes. It, you have to bring it out of the wrap. Are you hearing me? Number one, you need to know how to unwrap it. That's why your baby, when you give them the candy, they'll put it straight in the mouth the way it is. And then you, read, you look at their little mouth. It's a, this thing is meant to be nice, but ooh, it's not sweet. Are you hearing me? And then they will spit it out. Amen. Are you hearing me? Why? It's because they know it, the thing is edible. The thing ought to be nice. Oh, yes. The thing ought to be wonderful. But they don't know that they need to what? Remove the cover. Are you hearing me? So when you are dealing with the spirit of wisdom and the revelation, is that spirit that is able to remove the cover. He knows how to put it. You see how you, you just what? You just what? You just what? You pull it. You just pull it. It is just begins to unwrap. Amen. Oh, you're not hearing me. Someone say revelation. Revelation. <laughs> I've got many candies. I don't know if they're hearing me. Go deeper, Papa. So you need to begin to understand that as a child of God, you cannot come upon the knowledge of God unless you begin to function by the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Oh, yes. Revelation is the uncovering, the removing of the what? 
or the cover. Ah, I don't know if you're hearing me. Oh, yes. So I put it. Aha. Uh -huh. Now I can start looking for the place now where there's a weakness. Where? Aha. Uh Aha. -huh. Aha. Uh -huh. Now I've got what? The candle. This is revelation. Oh, yes. Amen. When you put this in your mouth, it will alter you. It will change you. Oh, yes. You'll never be the same again. I receive. You take one bite, you'll never be the same again. Someone say, I receive that one. I receive that one. So, when people hear us talking about you'll never be the same again, they begin to dispute. I've been in churches many years. What are they talking about? What's special about your church? Yes. Amen. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, yes. They begin to fight you. They begin to argue against you. How can you say I'll never be the same again? I've been reading my Bible since my grandmother was a girl or whatever. Who cares? All we know is when you take a bite on this revelation. Oh, yes. <laughs> you will never be the same again. I receive. Someone say yes. Yes. When you take a bite on something that has been revealed. Amen. All your senses, they get affected. Oh, yes. They get impacted. Oh, yes. They get infected by the grace of the Most High God. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me, somebody? That's why our motto is to change people by the power of prophetic revelation. Amen. Why? Because we are able to remove the cover. For the first time, the word of God begins to taste sweet. Some of you, you were not even reading your Bibles. But having been in streams. Oh, yes. Amen. You go home and say, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got your Bible. You got your Bible. You begin to see things that you never saw before. Oh, yes. The same verse you've read it, your pastor preached on it, your uncle preached on it, your auntie preached on it, your grandma preached on it. But until you meet the revelator, oh, yes. are you hearing me? Because I move by the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation. The Lord he told me that in 2005. He said, son, you need the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation. Ask my wife. I wrote those verses in big, copy them by hand. Big papers. Put them in the lounge room. Put them in the bedroom. Put them in the bathroom, including the toilet. They were there. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? So everywhere I was, I knew I was conscious of the father I need the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation. So everywhere in the house, ask her. She's there. She's there. I messed up the whole house. I love that language. <laughs> Literally, I'm telling you. Ah! On every pillar in our house, I had them there. That prayer. And I prayed the prayer like crazy. I prayed the prayer. Now, you need to understand you are born again. The day you become born again, you are given the earnest of the spirit. Are you hearing me? Which makes you cry what? Abba, Father. It's just the earnest of the spirit. A portion, a small measure. It's not the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Can I go one level deeper? Go deeper. One level deeper is where now you understand that for you to be filled with the Holy Ghost and you begin to speak in other tongues, it has nothing to do with the God, the Father. It has got everything to do with the Lord Jesus. Oh yes, amen. You're not hearing me. For you to be filled with the Holy Ghost, you need who? The Lord Jesus is the one who gives you that. So when you, when you get filled, you begin to speak in other tongues. You are not yet in the dimension of the seven spirits of God. Mm. Oh yes, amen. Go deeper. Are you hearing me? Go deeper. Now, that's outside the norm. Someone's outside the norm. Outside the norm. Uh -huh. Don't oh, forget, yes. the Ephesian church started with the... Apostle Paul meeting 12 disciples and he prayed for them to be filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak in other tongues. That's how the church was born in Ephesus. Are you hearing me? So those guys were already filled with the Holy Ghost. But now the Apostle Paul prays for the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation. 
in the knowledge of God. This is now not just knowledge as to know about, but experiential. You begin to experience the thing that the Bible is talking about. If the Bible says God is good, you experience the goodness of God. Oh, yes. If the Bible says God is powerful, you begin to experience the power of God. When the Bible says God works signs and wonders, you begin to experience the signs and wonders of God. Am I talking to somebody right here? Say yes. yes. So if I want to preach about miracles, I'm not talk about what Peter did. I will not talk about what Jesus did. No. Or what Elijah did. No. Or what Moses did. No. I will pick one of you guys here because I'm going to pick one of you. Because why? Because you are the living testimony. Jesus said you shall be my witnesses. Oh yes. Are you hearing me? What are you witnessing if you've never seen the power of God? What are you witnessing if you've never seen the move of the hand of God? What are you witnessing if you only read about it in the newspaper? You are a liar. Mm, you're Amen. not hearing me. For you to be a witness, you must have first hand, first hand experience. Oh, yes. Amen. You're not hearing me. Imagine you went to court. Uh, judge, me, I'm a witness. All right. Where did you get your information? I read in the newspaper. They will kick you out. Amen. In fact, they need to charge you. Because we're lying. Amen. <laughs> you Amen. are not a witness. Jesus said you shall be what? Witnesses. In other words, people with first hand information. Oh, yes. So all of you, you've seen the candy here, right? So if I was going to ask you to tell me the test of that candy, anybody who guesses here is a liar. Amen. The only people who can tell me the test of this thing are <laughs> the ones with experience, what? Knowledge. They'll go. There's caramel. Nah. Amen. There's caramel in there. You see, I haven't tested it with my mouth, but as a prophet, I'm telling you that there's what. Oh yes. Ask my wife. Ask her. Me, I will cook a meal, and I will tell you how it will taste before I begin to cook, because I tested it before I began cooking, so I go cook what I tested to reproduce what I tested. If I miss it, I even say, uh-uh, this thing is supposed to test better than this. Because I tested the end from the beginning. Oh, yes. Amen. I ask her, I've got no recipe. I never use any recipe. I've never used any recipe. But I'll cook for you until when you lick your fingers and you bite your fingers. Amen. Amen. <laughs> hey! Hey! Someone said the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. That's what he does. Are you hearing me? <laughs> Someone was writing on Facebook. Hey, I cooked for him. He ate my food. So I told myself, wait a minute. Don't you know that I had to humble myself to eat that food? Oh, yes. <laughs> me? Me? My mother taught me how to cook. <laughs> I had to humble myself. I'll leave that alone. That's for another day. Oh, yes. Amen. Someone said the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. If there's a prayer you can pray for yourself every single day is for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Amen. You will never experience the reality of God until you begin to move in that dimension. Oh, yes. There are seven spirits of God. Believe you me. Seven. They are, in, they are all in your Bible. God give Papa. I receive. I've got 40 minutes. I said 60 minutes operation, right? How many to go now? You are suspect. Pro <laughs> prophetic minutes, Papa. 
Prophetic minutes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I receive. I receive. I don't know whether you are still here. We are following, Papa. We have lost you somewhere. We are following. You are following. Are you see. <laughs> Give me Revelation chapter 1, verse number 4. So today I only talk about the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The other ones are, I teach that in a discipleship level 4. Now, mind you've only done level 1. Amen. You're asking about level two. You've only done level one. Level four, I teach the seven spirits of God. Wow. And how to move and function in the seven spirits of God. Who are they? How do they manifest themselves? How do you work with them? Oh, you're not even hearing me. Revelation chapter one, verse number four. I want us to read. One, two, three, go. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. And from what? The seven spirits which are, not which is. But the seven spirits which are. Prolo. Where are they? They are before the throne. Give me Revelation chapter 3, verse number 1. Revelation chapter 3, verse number 1. Amen. One, two, three, go. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God, and the seven stars, I know thy work, that thou hast a name, that thou livest, and art dead. These things saith he, that hath the, how many? Seven spirits of God. Seven spirits of God. Is it in the Bible? Oh, yes. Is it in your Bible? Okay, Isaiah chapter 11. Verses 1 to mm, verses one to 4, for the sake of time. I receive. You know that building there in Townsville, the air condition there is not okay. So it's very hot. Are you hearing me? Amen. It's what? Very hot. And you know Townsville. Oh, yes. So we need to help them finish quickly so they can come out of there. Amen. All right. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon Let's him. Let's count. Number one. The Spirit the of Spirit wisdom. The Spirit of the Lord. Shall rest upon him. Uh-huh. Next. Spirit of wisdom and understanding. How many are those? Three or two? So far, three or two? Imagine counting, we can't even agree. <laughs> All right. Let's let's read again. One, two, three, go. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Uh-huh. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. Uh-huh. The spirit of counsel and might. Uh-huh. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Uh-huh. What what shall they do? Verse three. And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Uh-huh. 
and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. Mm -hmm. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. You see that all those things are stemming from the seven spirits. That passage, they're talking about Christ our Lord. Amen. Go back to verse 1. Look at verse number 1. What does it say? It talks about what? And there shall come forth a road out of whom? Out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of what? Out of his roots. Uh-huh. And then the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. So the Holy Ghost, the way you understand the Holy Spirit. Now, you are dealing with the spirit of the Lord. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. The Lord. That's the Holy Ghost. So when you get loaded in the Holy Ghost, you are drunk. You are there at that level. Oh, yes. Amen. The spirit of the Lord. But then, the other six, they work in pairs. The spirit of wisdom always works in pair with the spirit of understanding or revelation. The spirit of counsel works in pair with the spirit of might. The spirit of knowledge works in pair with the spirit of the fear of the Lord. These six, they work in pairs. You cannot have one without the other. Amen. They must come in your life in pairs. I don't know what they're hearing me. Oh, yes. So the Apostle Paul is only praying for the first pair, which is the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation or understanding. It's the same word when you go in its Greek meaning. It's the same word. But then there are still two other pairs. Counsel and might. Knowledge and the fear of the Lord. We haven't even begun there. Amen. We haven't even begun talking about it. <laughs> wow. So, uh, me, I am filled with the Holy Ghost. I am ready for the ministry. Oh. Ministry will minister you. Oh, yes. Amen. I'm a man of God. Because you speak in tongues doesn't make you a man of God. There are dimensions in the spirit. Amen. Let's talk about the seven spirits of God. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? So you need to begin to understand that there is the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. So in other words, without that dimension of the spirit, you can never experience the other dimensions of God. That's why, uh, can I go and level deeper? Go deeper, Papa. I was talking to my wife the other day. I said the problem with God, that, that was the true statement. I said the problem with God is anybody can make him to be what the person wants him to be. Yes, amen. Amen. <laughs> God deeper, Papa. True. Because those who have never seen miracles, they make him a God who never works miracles. Yes, amen. Those who have never seen breakthrough, they make him a God who does not help nobody. And they preach that kind of a God. And yet our Jehovah God is a miracle-working God. Oh, yes. And yet our Jehovah God is a loving God. I'm not talking to someone right here. If you have never experienced his love, you can never talk about him in the light of a God of love. You only talk about him. Our God is a consuming fire. Fire. Fire, fire, fire. What? Because you've never experienced the love of God. You preach judgment and the judgment of God. But our Jehovah God is bigger than the, that nonsense understanding of this one person. Are you hearing me? When you, when you are in an environment where God is manifesting his presence, you begin to know him a different light. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Because now... Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. This God is a God of unveiling. He unveils. 
even at my age today, I still press on in the spirit. Because I know there's another dimension I've never seen him. Are you hearing me? I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of him. I've seen a lot of signs and wonders, miracles, prophecies. And what I've seen all the stuff. But I know there's still other dimensions that we can reach into. Are you hearing me? Oh, because yes. when you read your Bible, the Bible says before the throne, there are what? There are 24 elders. They are four living creatures. Day and night, they rest not. Saying what? Holy, holy, holy. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Why do they not rest day and night? Why have they been doing for the last million of years? Billions of years. Why are they still excited each time they look at Jehovah oh, God? Yes. It's because each moment they look at God, there's a new dimension of his glory. There's a new power here in Velsa. Am I talking to someone out here? Say yes. Yes. Someone says something new today. Something new today. That's your God. I receive. I told you, I told you I will tell you again today. If God would take you where he took you yesterday, he's taking you backwards. Amen. Oh, yes. If God will show you what he showed you yesterday, he's taking you backwards. He ceases to be Jehovah God. Because our God is limitless. Our God is everlasting. Our God is eternal. You cannot understand him full as a human being. Are you hearing me? There are always new dimensions that you need to reach into God. New knowledge, new power, new glory. Someone say yes. Yes. Hi. That's why you... Oh. Your Bible never changes. You still have got the same 66 books. Yes, the amen. The same books from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. You have been reading that Bible for so many years. But when you met the Revelator, it's as if you've got a new Bible. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Oh, you're not hearing me. Amen. When amen. I'm done with you 2022, come with me in 2023. That's a new dimension, the glory of God. Come with me in 2024. Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, yes. Someone say yes. Yes. That's why nobody should ever put a limit on your life. Nobody, not even your parents, not even your enemies. Amen. It doesn't matter how much they hate you. The one mistake they should never do is to put a limit on your life. Oh, yes. Because when you go back to the scriptures of the Most High God, there will be a new dimension. Are you hearing me? The moment you capture new revelation, you move to another dimension. You see a new revelation, another dimension. Are you hearing me? Oh, Say yes. Yes. As they are busy talking about your yesterday, you are looking at your tomorrow. Because your tomorrow is brighter than your yesterday. Your tomorrow is greater than your yesterday. Oh, yes. Someone say yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey. I receive. Oh boy, listen to me. They will spend their energy. Spend their time talking about my yesterday. Oh, yes. I am not in yesterday. I moved away from yesterday. I am in a new dimension, in a new light, a new glory. Someone say yes. Yes. Oh, boy, you didn't hear what I said. As they were busy writing about the brand of yesterday in that newspaper, Printing it first page. I am not on the first page. I moved to another dimension. I moved to another glory. Are you hearing me? You can never write a man of God out. Never. <laughs> hey. My God. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I'm already done with you. Sit down. Sit down. My time, my God, my time, my God. Ah. My God, my God, my God. My God. The spirit of what? The Lord. And then we went to a spirit of what? Wisdom and understanding, which is revelation. Revelation. The uncovering of the word of God. You see, if you talk to a rabbi, they will say that they are, they are Nine levels to the same face. Oh, dear Papa. Let me show what it means. Most people read the Bible this way. So you are at the same level, you keep reading that way. 
That's why you never find me preaching this way. Yes. I preach this way. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. I preach this way. That's why I'm able to change. Say, can you tell me go deeper? When you say go deep, I go one level deeper. Oh, yes. Amen. And then say, can you tell me again? Tell me one level deep. I'll go one level what? Deep. I don't preach the longitude of scriptures. I preach the depth of, of scriptures. This is called expositional. Exposition. Someone say expositional. Expositional. We expose the scripture. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> hey! An expose of the word. That's what we do in streams. We don't tell stories. We have no time for stories. Amen. We are here to expose the scripture. Oh, yes. So that you can know your God. I'm here to expose who you are. So you can know yourself. I receive. Are you hearing me? So the apostle Paul, let me go back to Ephesians. The apostle Paul is praying for the Ephesians and you. Someone say me. Me. Do you know that you are included in that epistle? Say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's a letter written to you. Ephesus. I know you don't look like an Ephesian. You look like an Australian. It's okay. <laughs> but you are included oh, yes, in amen. Ephesians. Are you hearing me? Give, me? give me Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 1, 2, 3. You see, the Bible says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. Two. Give me that verse. Two. Two. To who? Two. To who? To, to the saints which are at Ephesus. And to who? And to who? The faithful in Christ Jesus. Are you one of them? Oh, yes. That's your letter. I receive. <laughs> yeah, the other ones, it's only to the Corinthians. The other one to the Hebrews. That's why you find some things that they don't apply to you. It's only to the Corinthian. Yes. Some things are crazy there. They will kill your spirit. Amen. If you try to hang on to them. Oh, yeah. We should be covering our hair. The Bible says, hey, women, cover your hair. Hallelujah. Nonsense. <laughs> Which women? It doesn't say to the women in Malawi. You're not hearing me. Amen. It's to the Corinthians. Leave them alone. Let it flourish. Oh, yes. When you wake up, just shake your head a little bit. Let it dance around. The glory of the woman. Amen. <laughs> Are we okay? Okay, okay, okay. I'm back in Ephesians. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Are you here? Townsville, are you there? Or I've lost you somewhere. Just wave at me if you're still there. Brisbane? We are here. Brisbane. Adelaide? We are here, Papa. We are oh. here. Port Mosby? You know, this candy is now anointed. Amen, we are amen. here, Papa. I don't know how you bought it, but I can sell it for 2000 right now. Amen. And someone in PNG will fight you to get this candy. I'm telling you, they oh, understand yes. the value of anointing. Oh, yes. Amen. Powerful. Watch this. Watch this. Because of time. Watch this. The Apostle Paul says the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. Are you hearing me? And then verse number 18, the Bible says, the eyes of your understanding being what? Enlightened. The eyes of your understanding being what? You have got eyes in your understanding. Oh, yes. So don't think about the two eyes that you have in front of you. You've got another set of eyes. Amen. They're in your understanding. 
But those eyes, they never see anything until something happens. Until light enters them. Oh, yes. Amen. The way you, your physical eyes never see anything until what? Light enters them. You need to understand that light does not come to your eyes to show you things. If the way it works, light moves from the bulb or the sun to the object. And it's reflected from the object to your eyes for you to see. Oh, yes. So it's a waste of time to see a snake and you jump. Because the snake saw you before you saw it. Amen. Uh oh. Light didn't come to you first. Light went to the snake. <laughs> and it bounced off the snake to your eyes. I saw it in time. Which time? Light went to this thing first before it came to you. Too late. Amen. So, the eyes of your understanding being what? Enlightened. The Greek word is photizo. Photizo. It's like being invaded with light. So, when you are reading the scripture, light enters you. Because the word of God is light. Oh, yes. The Bible says, the entrance of thy word giveth what? Light. So, light enters you. When light has entered you, it now causes the eyes of your understanding to begin to see. Oh. oh, yes. Amen. You are not hearing me. The eyes of your understanding being what? Enlightened. That you may what? You may what? No. Someone say no. No. You see, in the Greek, there are dimensions of knowing. Dimensions of knowing. The one we are using there is Eido. E-I-D-O. E-I-D-O. Eido. It means to become aware. So something has been there all these years. You've been passing by it. Amen. You've even been touching it. You were not aware it was a bomb. Amen. Until someone told us this thing is a bomb, it's dangerous, stay away from it. What? I thought it was a decoration I was putting on in my Christmas tree. Oh, yes. Amen. You thought it was one of those roundy things. Yes. You were even put, putting it on a Christmas tree. Oh, yes. What made you become aware? It's the knowledge that we have acquired. Yes. Amen. From someone who knows it. So, the, you have had the Bible in your hands. You've been reading. You've been passing through verses. passing, But it just never occurred to you until light has entered you. Oh, ah! yes. Oh, yes. Look, I didn't know that there was a snake there. Hmm. 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 The snake has always been there. Yeah, it's you who was not just aware. That's a hido. But for you to enter into that dimension of knowledge, you need the eyes of your understanding to be what? Enlightened. That you may aido. Aido what? Three things. Someone say three things. Three things. Someone say three things. Three things. So the knowledge of God consists in these three things. Number one. Hmm. Are you still here? No, we are following, Papa. The hope of his calling. Number two. The riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Number three, the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe. Those are the three dimensions oh, yes. of the knowledge of Amen. God. No person will ever come upon those three things unless the eyes of their understanding has been flooded oh, yes. with light. Amen. Give me the amplified version of that verse. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Watch this in the amplified version of the Bible. They've put it so nicely. For Tiso. 
They put it so nice in the Amplified Version of the Bible. Amen. One, two, three, go. By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. Did you see that? By having the eyes of your heart, what? Flooded with what? With light. So that you can what? Know and understand the hope to which he has called you. And how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints. Who are we talking about? The set apart ones. Remember we talked about the cold. Amen. Amen. Now we've got his set apart ones. Oh yes. Now the last, the, the next verse, the next verse, uh-huh, what does it say? And so that you can what? Know and understand what is the imme immeasurable. Oh, yes. And unlimited. And surpassing, surpassing what? Greatness of his what? Power. In, someone say in. In. And for us, who what? Who believe as what? Demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. The next verse. Uh -huh. One, two, three, go. Which he exerted in Christ when he what? When he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Oh my God. No, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. So you need to understand that there are three dimensions to the knowledge of God. Number one, you need to know the hope of his calling. Number two, you need to know what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Number three, what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe? Now, instead, before we can become confused, the Bible begins to describe the power according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ Jesus, when he raised him up from the dead, and he set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, and the power, and the might, and the dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, and he gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. My God. So, when we talk about the resurrection power, we are talking about the greatest demonstration of God's power you can ever hear of anywhere. Oh, yes, amen. It's the exceeding greatness of his power. Exceeding great. I love the amplified version. Give me the verse. Well, how does it describe it? You're not hearing me. Oh, we are following Papa. How does it describe it? Immeasurable. Give me the verse. What is the what? Immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing. Now, if you were an English teacher, a child has written that sentence. Already you've got a problem with the sentence. Let's analyze it. What does this say? And so that you can know and understand uh -huh, what is the immeasurable. Uh -uh, no, 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 no. Let's start again. And so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable. What you need after immeasurable? Comma. Comma. Are you hearing me? You should have heard what? Comma. Uh -huh. Unlimited. Uh -huh. And then... And the surpassing greatness of his power. Are you kidding me? But the Bible does not use a comma. Because it's one thing. Yes. The thing is unlimited. Yes, amen. The thing is surpassing. Oh, yes. The thing is immeasurable. Amen, amen. A combo. <laughs> a beggar and a cock. <laughs> and big chips. <laughs> Got a combo? <laughs> compounded. Someone said compounded. Compounded. So every child of God, if there's something you need to be striving for, is to have that understanding. Oh, yes. 
when you come to the level where you understand what is in you, that's why me, I fight with you a lot. The reason why I'm fighting with you is because I'm working hard to introduce you to you. Oh, yes. Amen. You've never met yourself. Amen. You have, met, you have never met yourself. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Yes, amen. You have never what? Met yourself. You've never met yourself. Amen. You've never. Because that power, the Bible says it's in you. Oh, yes. It's in you. Wow. Just touch yourself like this. It's in you. So, the operation of that power is not dependent on the power being in you. It's dependent on you having the knowledge and the understanding that the thing is in you and you know how to operate it. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. The day you became born again, that power entered you. Started working in your life. Oh, yes. But for you to understand it and know it, it takes the spirit of wisdom and what? Revelation. You see, that power did not just raise Jesus from the dead. When I was praying, the Lord taught me something. He said, when you teach today, huh, there will be resurrections taking place in people's lives. Oh, yes. But he said something else which we normally miss. He said it's not only resurrections, but also ascension. Uh, you're not hearing that. I receive. You see, the power. You see, when you read the text about how Jesus ascended to heaven, the Bible says as he was talking to them, he just started being what? Lifted up, 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 and he went. The Bible does not say he was flapping his wings. Amen. To create a lift motion. Yes. The Bible does not say angels came and lifted him up. Elijah needed the horses of fire and chariots of fire to carry him there. Are we together so far? The other person who understood resurrection power was called Enoch. So the guy was walking and he disappeared into eternity. Yes, amen. <laughs> I, I connect. Someone said, I received that one. I received that one. You are walking and then just disappear into millions of dollars. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not because God took him. That's what the Bible says. Enoch walked with God and he was not disappeared because God took him. Amen. He understood resurrection power. Resurrection power is not just about bringing someone back to life. It's also the power of ascendancy. Oh yes, amen. The power of going up. Uh-huh. Someone say up. Up. Someone say up. Up. Someone say up. Up. Someone say up. Up. Say neighbor. Neighbor. I'm dangerous. I'm dangerous. Can I prophesy to someone? Prophesy, Papa. Those who are looking down upon you. I've got bad news for them. Oh, yes. They'll begin to look up to you. Oh, yes. Because the power of ascendancy is within you. I receive. Can I stare the power within you? Oh, yes. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.